galaxy far, far away. There exists a cure for business kryptonite. Ready to battle your business woes? It's time to call a biz hero. Well, hello and welcome into this week's episode of Call of Biz Hero. I'm Nicole Fendi and my cohort in crime is Laura, oops, Laura Petro. I never find point the right way. Laura Petrolino. <laughs> you just need to stop pointing because you're not going to get it. I, I'm, I'm very encouraging normally of people. However, I feel that at this point in time, you've got to stop pointing. I'm going to swing the lockdown on Oh. every intro with you pointing the wrong way and, you know, me just shaking my head. Anyways, we are so super pumped today because we did probably, I mean, the most hilarious interview. I don't know about you, Nicole, but I was literally, like, cracking up for hours afterwards thinking back about it and all of our ninja fingers. Um, it was a great interview with Michael Port, who has definitely been a mentor of both of ours for quite a little while. Um he um, is uh, just really a dynamic person and gives lots of great advice. So we're really excited to be able to bring this interview to you and guarantee that you guys are going to be cracking as well. So I want to make sure that you keep all beverages away from your computer <laughs> screen. Um, this is our, our warning. Because here at I Call This Hero, we are not liable for any um, technologi- technology breakdown or, um, or whatnot. I'm just taking my liability right out there. Just putting it out there for you all right now. But um, but you will enjoy. It is a great interview. Yep. And he, it is. We will go over our usual 30 minutes because he was so gracious as to give us more than 30 minutes. It is worth every second. So... Only warning I have is you cannot unsee this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Welcome into this week's guest expert interview with Michael Port. I am so excited to introduce him. He's called an uncommonly honest author <laughs> by the Boston Globe and a marketing guru by the Wall Street Journal. Michael Port is a New York Times bestselling author of four books, including Book Yourself Solid, Booked Beyond Solid, The Contrarian Effect, The Think Big Manifesto, and the all-new Book Yourself Solid Illustrated. Woohoo! Michael is also the global business mentor for Reebok One and can be seen regularly on MSNBC. He receives the highest overall speaker ratings at conferences around the world because he hits his mark every time and leaves his audience a little smarter. In fact, at Create Live last week, he was even getting down on his knees to connect with the crowd. Thinking and uh, he lets them be much more alive and thinking a heck of a lot bigger about who they are and what they offer the world. So welcome, Michael, to the show. Thank you for being here. And Michael is joining us from his boat with the American flag in the back as an added touch. So it is a, a very patriotic and uh, an exciting occasion here for us. This is our our first on boat interview. So, um, so thank you, <laughs> thank you for making that milestone for us. It's a big day. It's a very big day. <laughs> My pleasure. Well, uh, Michael, I've got, as you can see, I've got the book and I've got 
all sorts of tabs here as our visual effects. Um, I'm going to start out by saying, while I really enjoyed your original, this one is so much better. Um, and I hope that's a good thing in your mind because I just, I mean, I couldn't put it down. I kept doing the exercises and, you know, I think it's a great compliment. I mentioned I saw you when you worked with, um, did the uh, interview with Jennifer Lee and it's a perfect compliment to the Right Brain Business Plan. I mean, it, you know, all the, I don't know where you found Jocelyn, but she kicks butt. So... <laughs> Well, I I, actually, I thought that I found her, but it turns out she found me. So, ah. you know those kind of relationships where each person thinks they got the better end of the deal? Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those. It turns out she wanted to meet me, so she went to a conference and she uh, donated her time to draw what the speakers were saying. Oh. I remember it as I went to her and said, hey, you're awesome, let's do something together. She said that's not what happened at all. She had someone introduce uh, us, and then she said, I think we should do something. And I said, all right, well, let's talk next week. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. What a little siren she is. Like, I mean, very much, uh, that's, a, that's the best negotiators in the world make you think that you're getting your way. Trust me, so she that's is a impressive. good negotiator. Trust me on that one, no doubt about that. But, um, but it's interesting because... It was something that I had been thinking about, not necessarily illustrating Book Yourself Salad, but trying to figure out a way to um, help people consume what I write is my primary objective. Uh, you know, don't tell my agents or my publisher, but I don't really care how many books I sell. I care how many books uh, um, of mine are read and used. And I would meet people all the time who would say, you know, I, I love Book Yourself Solid. I, I haven't really done everything yet. I haven't finished it. And, um, you know, at first I sort of blamed myself. I said, well, it must be my fault, right? Then I started to realize, well, maybe some of it's my fault. But the majority of it, I think, is that not everybody loves to read, right? Not everybody That's right. And why? Yeah. Look, you, when you read a book like Book Yourself Solid, you're not choosing Book Yourself Solid because it's the great American novel. It's not the great Gatsby. You're reading it because you want to get clients, you want them as fast as possible, and you want to be inspired in the process. So you're reading it for what's in it, not necessarily for the, uh, you know, for the story that's told that takes you to another land, you know, where you imagine a distant, you know, future. That's not what the book is about. So the point is, is that uh, when I met Jocelyn, I realized that if we could cut a lot of the text and replace it with visual mm-hmm. strategies, meaning not just illustrations, not the cute little things, but, but strategically illustrate all of the principles and the strategies so that they're a lot easier to consume. So that, for example, let's say you, um, you've read Book Yourself Solid, you put it into play, you're doing really great, and then all of a sudden um, you, know, you get an opportunity to write an article. You go, wait, how was, what was that article process that Michael taught? Let me go back, you look at three pictures, that's what it was, boom, now let me go do it. I don't even need to read the whole chapter again. So, you know... Uh, you know, and that makes perfect sense. And I feel very fortunate to have met her because I do think that the book is now a better book than it was before. And yeah, I, uh, I'm with you, Nicole. I don't think it takes away from the original, but I do right. think it, it, it does add to what we've created. So Absolutely. my hope is that um, you know, more and more people are able to get book solid because 
look, you know, you go into business because, you know, you want to build something spectacular for yourself and for your clients. Right. And, you know, if you don't, it's very disheartening and it's it's really traumatic to make this big choice, to make this decision to go out on your own and not have the kind of success that you, you know you're capable of. Right. And so I believe right. that... You know, and look, so many people say that they hate marketing and selling, and I, I get it. Because, no, I really that's me. Nicole's laughing because she's like, yeah, that's me. That's, that's me. me, yes. Look, the, tr- the truth of the matter is I don't really love it that much either. I mean, I, I don't want to spend all my day in mar- marketing. I want to spend my day out here, all right? So, <laughs> it, but the, the thing is, is that if you, if you want to have clients, you do need to do some marketing. But the key is this. Marketing doesn't really get you clients, Marketing just creates awareness for what you have to offer. And what you do once somebody becomes aware of you, all the way until they hire you, is what actually and ultimately books the business. And so from a... Right. So, and, and so look, for, especially for people who are service professionals, full self-expression is really the most remarkable type of marketing that you can do. So people talk about the unique selling proposition. And the unique selling proposition makes perfect sense, and it's absolutely appropriate for large corporations that are trying to create, you know, like a new roll of toilet paper. <laughs> it's different than every other roll of toilet paper that you've ever, you know, wiped your bottom with, right? Yes. But, but, <laughs> oh no, you should not just pull out a roll of toilet paper. If you are a service-based business owner, people are looking at you and they want to know, do you help me get what I want? And if the answer is no, they go somewhere else. If the answer is yes, then they look at you further. But they're not ready to buy yet because there are other people that help them do what they want to do. The next thing to look at is you. Why you? Why you? What do you stand for? Why do you get up every day to do this work? Do they connect with you emotionally, philosophically, intellectually? And that's your unique selling proposition. You cannot manipulate that. You cannot put that on. That is is seen by the buyer, by the potential client, uh, if you are fully self-expressed. And ultimately, to me, that's what Book Yourself Solid is about from a philosophical perspective. And then from a practical perspective, I think that you can build a very, very systematic approach, a very practical way of getting clients if you simplify most of the marketing stuff that you've been taught, you simplify most of the business development stuff because it is not a highly complex process and it is not even a highly intellectual process. So you don't need an MBA, you don't need you know uh, years and years in business development, you need a desire to be a service and you need the courage to be fully self-expressed. And if you can, if you have those two things, 
Okay, so Michael, yeah, can you see that? If you do the work day in and day out, then you can get books out. Go ahead, yeah. So we've got develop a personal brand, which seems to tie in really well. And I know Laura has some questions about that, right? The develop a personal brand part. Well, you know, I mean, we, we've actually talked about developing a personal brand a lot on the show. And it's a concept I'm really passionate about because I think it's so important. And especially in the business climate today, your business brand and your personal brand matter to the client and having that kind of personal connection. I'd love for you to share with our viewers a little bit more about your philosophy and how they work together. Sure. Well, I think there are really three components to your personal brand identity. And remember, this is personal brand identity. Let's not confuse this with the way that you brand a product or a service. Okay? So, for example, one of my primary product brands is Book Yourself Stop. There's a whole line of offerings under Book Yourself Stop. Everything from the Book Yourself Style Certified Coach Training Program to home study courses, to intensives, to year-long mentoring programs, books, etc. A particular product has its own brand. Of course, that brand is connected to me, but I have my own personal brand, and I suggest every single one of us create a personal brand identity so we decide how we're known in the world. Because as I said before, yes. the first thing people consider is who do you serve, what you help them do. That's the first component to your personal brand identity. That's what I call your who and do what statements. So your who and do what statement should be something that a six-year-old can understand. It should be very straightforward, very simple. Right? Um, but then the second component is why you do it. Your why you do it statement. And this should not be highfalutin. should not be full of hyperbole. It should not have lots of commas. This is not a speech, an elevator pitch, a 30-second commercial. This is just why you do this work. And I do this work because I want to help you think bigger about who you are and what you offer the world. Now, it doesn't happen. I'm sure there are other people who want to do that, too. And I think that's fantastic because I believe in thinking big. So I'm not trying to be different than everybody. I'm just trying to uh, really um, uh, express what is a deep part of my natural way of being. And I think each one of us has something unique, something special that is natural for us, that we just can't help sharing with the world. And the third component is your tagline. Now, you don't have to create a tagline. And again, it doesn't have to be sexy or cool or funny. You can create something cute and playful, and, you know, that's great. I decided to be the guy to call when you're tired of thinking small. But you don't have to rhyme, right? <laughs> it just has to be real. So the, truth, the truth resonates, and that's what's important. You know, the truth will always win. If you try to be something that you are not when it comes to personal branding, it's not going to ring true. And look, you're trying to reach the people you're meant to serve. Not kind of, sort of, supposed to, because they're in the target market that you've chosen, although you must have a target market. That's another discussion. But your ideal client yes. is a small subset of your target market. And that ideal client is somebody that you're meant to work with, somebody with whom you do your best work, somebody that inspires you, that energizes you. And so if you, if you don't show up as big and boldly as you possibly can, they're not going to know that you're meant for them. Yes. Yeah, you know, that's a concept, target market, that I think you hit on really well and is so important that everyone's not your target market. And finding that target market and really directing your message toward them is how you can be successful and, and connect with them. Um, I think that's yeah, well, something that a lot of business owners overlook. Yeah. Chapter 2 in Book Yourself Solid Illustrated is called Why People Buy What You're Selling. And there are four there are four steps that we take in that chapter to make sure that we've got that 
entire process covered. The first is making sure you have a target market. The second is making sure you know the needs and desires of the people in that target market. The third is making sure you know crystal clear the number one biggest result that you help those particular people get based on their needs and desires. And then the fourth are the deep-rooted benefits that come from the result you produce. So financial benefits, emotional benefits, physical benefits, and maybe even spiritual benefits. But the reason you have to start with the target market is because if you don't know who you're talking about, how do you know what they need and what they desire? How do you know what result is most compelling to them? How do you know what benefits they're looking for? And from a marketing perspective, think about this. This is the simplest, most practical thing in the world. One of the things that people have trouble with is, where do I do my marketing? But if you have a target market, then you know where to do your marketing, number one, because you know what associations those people belong to, you know what um, clubs they belong to, you know maybe where they congregate, you know who are the influencers in that particular group. And so you can show up and do your marketing there. And when, excuse me, when you do, number two, they know you're dedicated to them. And who do they want to work with? They want to work with the person that's dedicated to them. And number three, they already have established networks of communication, meaning they're already talking to each other. So they'll spread your message for you. So if you want to get books out faster, pick a target market. You know, people say, well, it's going to limit me, blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get it. It's just a story. It's an excuse not to get going because you're afraid of the responsibility that comes along with being book solid. That's it takes a lot of excellent. Responsibility. It takes a lot of responsibility to be focused yeah. on. Well, right? and, and so, you know, um, I, I got to ask something really yeah. quick in here, Michael, because one thing that was really powerful for me was your exercise on thoughts and fears. And you make the statement that most business problems are actually personal problems. And I found that very powerful. Yeah. 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 I mean, how yeah. do you. How, yeah, they're what are, they're, go ahead. No, well, no, look, I think a lot of the business problems we have are just personal problems in disguise because, look, if you've got a serious organizational problem or you have a serious problem handling cash flow or you have uh, a problem expressing yourself or you're not committing, making choices, taking strong, decisive action, those are personal issues. Now, they're not necessarily pathological. It's not like there's some TV wrong with you. You've got to go into, like, you know, shock therapy or something. So I'm not talking about those kind of personal problems. Laura, do you I'm have a shock that, therapy chair? I left my shock therapy chair in the other office, unfortunately. Shots. Well, again. Well, next time. Next time you'll have to... Yeah, next to time. I'll be chair. Don't you worry. So, um... So what were we talking about? Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every single one of us has, you know, these kinds of normal issues that we deal with on a regular basis that we've got to overcome if we want to be successful at any endeavor. And small business, big business, any kind of business, any professional forward momentum, if you work for an organization, requires uh, personal development. You know, you generally, your, your business is generally at, at the level that you can handle emotionally. You know, you, you sort of yeah. keep it to that Interesting. This amount of responsibility. I can handle this amount of, um, of management. I can handle this amount of interaction with people. So, you know, as we, as we are willing to explore, if we want to, we don't have to, you know. Look, thinking big does not necessarily, is not necessarily all about scale. 
See, yes. Nick might be like, no, no, I'm fine. This is five five clients. That's all I want to do. I'm good to go. As long as it's not a cop out, right? Not a pretend thinking big. But a, but a thinking big might be like, no, I'm I'm going to do a lot less. I'm going to go minimalist with my life. I'm going to. That's thinking big. If that's your thinking big, so each one of us should define what that means. I have a million questions, but um, <laughs> I have this whole list. But you know, I don't, I know I only get so much time. Hey, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. There's something I'd like you to do for me. What? When we when we're finished with this interview, I'd like you to, if you would, be so kind, record your laugh <laughs> and just send it to me. And hey. I'm going to put it on a loop. <laughs> Michael, guess because what? It's so good. Guess what? I actually have a laugh button on my website. You push the button and you can hear me laugh. Seriously? That's amazing. Seriously, I do. Because my clients tell me, I've had clients call me up and say, I just wanted to hear you laugh. So I I hired someone to create a a laugh button, but I'm more than happy to send you a special Michael Port laugh button. It can be like the post-TP incident. something that should be amplified and you do amplify it and people yeah. love it and they notice it right off the bat and they want more of it but if you try to tamp that down because you're well it's not appropriate to be laughing so much in an interview with Michael Ford and you know nobody, you, you wouldn't be memorable you wouldn't be who you are and you're memorable because of who you are no, it's that's yeah, exactly. great <laughs> um, well sure. one thing I want to talk you have about to fill the business that you are that's, that's right that's such a great piece of advice yeah build a business that it that maximizes who you are otherwise uh, well, you know look, it's like being in a bad relationship brand, your personal brand identity is an extension and a representation of you your clients are also an extension and a representation of you Interesting. Yep. Very, very true. So I, I want to share really quick. I love, I remember when I first read Book Yourself Solid, the original, and it talked about the red velvet rope. And I want to show you, this is like Jennifer Lee inspired. And I'm not sure if you can see it. If not, I will. There. Okay. I will also I send you a picture. Yeah. So there's my little red velvet rope, and these are my characters, right? And this actually represents my laugh wow. button. So it's part of my red velvet rope wow. policy. Can you scan it? Can you scan it and send sure. it to me? Sure, sure, And this it's just, and, um, I did the collage approach because of Jennifer Lee. I have her Right Brain Business Plan book. So despite being a numbers geek, I like doing that. So, okay, so another That's big fantastic. question is, um. She's such a good student, isn't she, Michael? She's like the first class student in the class. Um, all right, so. Hold, I'm going to, I'm going to keep talking. I'm walking, I'm walking the boat what is the idea incubator and why would you need one as small business owners and entrepreneurs we can be overrun by ideas 
In 30 minutes or less, the Idea Incubator can help you vet, refine, and launch your small business ideas objectively and profitably. The Idea Incubator is a board game. That's right. It's a fun board game that takes you through the crucial steps in determining if you should pursue a business idea. Play on your own, with your team, or interactively with the acclaimed online TV show, Call of His Hero. The Idea Incubator is based on decades of real-world experience. It looks at business purpose, branding consistency, available resources, target market, and of course, money. Have fun, reduce overwhelm, and grow your profits with the Idea Incubator. I'm walking inside the boat for a second because I need to give you something. Okay, the so, boat? Um, whoa, where? Whoa, he's going inside to give us right, something. <laughs> Here, this is for you. <laughs> Can you tell I'm blushing? I mean, All right. the, student, the student usually gives the teacher the apple, but it, it sort of made sense to me. Now I'm going to stay in here because it seems like the, it's a little bit easier to see me. Except things are uh, we get now. This is oh, another call. I love, of his, the, I love how we're working with you through the yes. boat. It's a very exciting experience. Not only are we interviewing Michael, but we're touring his boat at the same time. It's an exclusive. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. <laughs> it's an exclusive. Yeah. People, here, yeah. here's my Nobody theory. else. This is tour this. The boat. This interview is either going to be your one of your audience's absolute favorites, or they're going to hate it. There's no in between. They're either going to be like, "This was fantastic." Yeah. They'll love it because our audience comes to us for the same reason your audience comes to you is that they need, especially the illustrated book now, like they need something different than the uh, 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 uh of uh, the traditional business planning business show. So they will eat it up. They'll be very excited. Cool, cool. Yep. Okay, so this is one um, Laura and I originally met. It's kind of funny. We originally met by a blog post years ago. She wrote about sports and Brett Favre. I'm a big Brett Green Bay Packers fan. Anyway, and she was she, she was yeah. dissing Brett a little bit. You know, the perpetual non-retiree. Anyway, um, but Laura's kind of helped me learn about social media and embrace marketing and branding. And one thing I really loved in your book, and, and I don't know, it was near the end, like <laughs> chapter twelve or something, is Social media can get overwhelming, and you talk about the whole book yourself solid list of 20. Can you talk a little bit more about that? The sure. So, uh, so, that's, so the list of 20 is, is um, not necessarily, uh, well, it's related to social media, but it's not about social media. So let me give you my thoughts on social media. Yeah, there's a list of 20. Um, let me give you my thoughts on social media first. Social media... The, the tools that we now have for connection and for expression for marketing purposes are, are extraordinary. There's no doubt about it. But I am not convinced that you are required to spend all your time in these social platforms, uh, you know, gabbing it up with lots of different people. If you decide that you love doing that kind of thing, and you want to pick one of these platforms or two of these platforms to use as a primary marketing tool, and you have a strategic, you take a strategic approach to it, then I think it's fantastic. But if it's just a distraction, 
um, you know, it, 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 it's a problem, right? It's another one of those problems. You're just distracted by all this stuff going on, thinking you're supposed to be there. It's like, you know, um, you, you know, you, it's like in school, you, you know you've got a big test coming up, and if you fail this test, you have no future. But there's a big party happening. You're afraid if you don't go to the party, you're going to miss something. So you yeah. say, well, I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to study after the party. I'm going to the party. Then I'll study and I'll do it all night. And then what happens is you fail the test. You are end up homeless and living on the street. And your mother won't even give you a roll of toilet paper when you call her up and ask for help. So there's nothing going on there that you're going to miss if you have other things to do that are more important. Okay. Yes. So I, I, I always like to mention that. You can get books out without being, you know, super involved in social media. There's no doubt about it. Also, if your target audience that, is not there, there's no point to be there. Why right? be there? Yes. So great. You know, I see so many entrepreneurs that have what I call EADD, entrepreneurial ADD. And it's exactly <laughs> what you said. They try, they, they see all these platforms to get their brand out and they think they need to be on all of them versus choosing the ones that work for them and doing it well. And that's what the great message that you preach is that it doesn't have to be, you know, like a multi-million dollar enterprise to book yourself solid. It can be simple when you figure out what's right for you and your target audience. And that's such a key message for everyone to take away. Yeah. Absolutely. So look, here's what you do. There are people that you'd like to know that you do not yet know. And these are people that could open doors for you. So if you want to get booked to speak, they might be meeting planners or presidents of uh, associations or, you know, groups that, you know, have your target marketed. If you want to, you know, write articles for different publications, these are editors or, you know, others who write for, for them. They may be other speakers or other writers who you want to connect with because they may be able to make introductions for you. They may simply be influencers in your field that you want to meet. They may be... Uh, editors at publishing houses because you want to get a book published, etc. So these are people that you want to meet. They are people that you could meet. It, they're not like Oprah, who you could meet, of course, but that's a little harder. I'm not talking about the Oprah of the world and Richard Branson and all these folks. I'm talking about people that you know could, on the ground, open doors for you and send you business. Mm -hmm. And and I suggest you create a list of 20, 20 people that you would really like to meet that you have not yet met. And each day you reach out to one of them. Now you can use social media to do it. You can use email to do it. You can use cards to do it. You can even use the phone to do it. But you do it without expecting anything in return. And you do this simple, really, really, really simple thing. You simply say, hey, dude, I think you're cool. That's it. I mean, obviously, you say dude. And, and obviously, I'm sort of, you know, I'm playing at it. But the fact of the matter is, you know, if you reach out to somebody and say, look, I think what you're doing is really great. I really like it. I think it's really cool. I just want to let you know. Peace out. See you later. And, of course, you're, you know, let's say you did it via email. You're, you're in your email signature is your website. So they go check you out to see if you're cool, too. And if they think you're cool, then they write back. And now you both think each other's cool. And you're both cool together. And now you're, you know, they're going to make something happen. So, you know, it builds. And then, you know, you maybe strike up a conversation or maybe you don't. But if you don't, then you know, you reach out to them a month later. So what you do is you, you reach out to the person that's on top of the list, and then once you've reached out, you put them on the bottom of the list, then they become 20, and 20 becomes 19, and 2 becomes 1. The next day you reach out to the first person on the list, and you cycle through. So you're reaching out each month to one person on that list. You're reaching out to every person on that list every month. 
And if you do that, awesome. if you, you know, you're not yeah. going to get to meet every single person on that list. It's just not going to happen. So if you don't make a connection with somebody, take them off the list and move on. But 20 is big enough that if you met all 20 of the people in one month that were on your list, you could be booked solid. I mean, that's how big 20 is. But it's still small enough to be able to pay attention to all these people so you can connect them with them around things that are relevant. And, um, and if you're not willing to do that, I'm not even sure you deserve to be booked out. Yep. I, I just love that. It's so straightforward. What? I'm not, yeah, look. So, and, and, then, and then, look, you know, then at the same time, you also create what I call a network of 90. A network of what? Up to 90. 90. Oh, okay. 90. 90. The number 90. 9-0. <laughs> Thank you for the fact that actually cleared it all up. I, I, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to do sign language because that would be rude. I was just trying to do something weird with my hand. Just to try to like get you to figure out what 90 means. It's like ninja. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very, it's very effective. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Then I become like a normal person. Oh. I just become. <laughs> That's exactly my thoughts. Exactly. Right, so listen, so, exactly. So, okay, okay, so here's the deal. The 90. So this network of 90, the idea is that you might not know 90 people right now, but uh, you don't really need more than 90 people in this network. These are people you already know and would like to stay in touch with, develop deeper relationships with. So maybe you've got 20, maybe you've got 30, but over 90 is unnecessary. It's just too much. It's the, this is the problem with a lot of the social platforms. You're trying to manage all of this, all these people, all this information, and it's just too much. It's unnecessary. So what I say is let's just focus on 90 people at most because you can reach out to every single one of them every month by doing this. Introduce two people a day who do not yet know each other but might find each other relevant. It could be something that they share in common that's a hobby, personal, or it could be something professional that they share in common. Then introduce, then share some information with at least two people a day, and it's an article that you've read that is relevant to the work they do or the hobbies they have or the life they lead. You know, you say, hey, Nicole, I just read this article. I immediately thought of you because it's about this. Have you seen it? Here, If not, here's the link. What do you think? Now you're in a conversation with them about it. Right. And then share some compassion with at least one person every day. You know, just one. I'm just asking for one. That's it. But not, I mean, look, you share compassion all the time, but I'm talking about call somebody up. How are you doing? What can I do to make your life better? Or if you know they're going through something, what can you do to help? Right. Uh, send a card to somebody. Do something wonderfully nice and surprising. You know, run to their house and when they open the door, throw graffiti on them. I don't know. It's something. <laughs> Something, something nice, okay? So listen to this, but do the math for a second. If you do this with the people that you know, okay, that's five people a day. How many days in the week are there? Five. 
Well, I should say, how many working days are there in the week? Five working days. Five times five is is 25. 25 times four is how much? 100. 100. 100. Ninja hands. It's like jazz hands. You can keep up with hundred people every day just by doing those three things. That's it. You know, and, that and that is minutes. the difference. That's the difference between what a lot of people do wrong with social media. Is hmm. talking about connections and people miss out. On, yeah. That's what you can use social media for is making connections. It's not just about, you know, splaying your message to umpteen million fans that are faceless and nameless. And so I love, I love you laying it out that simply for everybody because it's all about connections and relationships. And that, um, and I think that's how Nicole and I have really developed our businesses and right. you know it comes around those relationships are what prop you up in your good times and bad right I'm 100% with you absolutely in fact I hooked up with a company called Contactually to create a book yourself solid edition of the software which any of your audience can have for free for 30 days if wow. you want and it has it has built in it these book yourself solid strategies Cool. So oh, every fantastic. day, yeah, every day the system says here, you know, do these five things with these five people. So they can go to contactually.com forward slash BYS. They have to go to that link to get the book yourself solid edition. Otherwise, okay. they won't have the book yourself solid stuff. Contactually.com forward slash BYS. Got it. That's excellent. What an amazing resource. Yeah, so, Michael, amazing. here's my question. What did you, you okay? Ninja, Ninja Force, are you okay over there? I banged myself. Apparently not very ninja like. <laughs> no. Oh. It's all right. We all have our What's that stuff? What? I need some Botox, I think. What Botox? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's my big question for you. There are a lot Uh-oh. of people out there, a lot of entrepreneurs that are just starting out or somewhere midway in their career, and they really would love to reach the level that you are in their career, you know, to be able to to have the, the following, the brand, the community, and just really be, you know, the impact that you're having. What do you, and, and there's a lot of people that try and fail. What do you think has really distinguished you from all those other people that keep trying and don't quite make it or give up halfway or whatnot? What do you think is that kind of like one thing that's really helped you get to where you are? Just one. Other than being a ninja. Other than the fact that you're a ninja. We'll, we'll move that to the side for now and just say um, in normal human terms. Well, you know, I, never, I don't think there's ever just one thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's really important. There's never just one thing, but... A couple things come to mind. One, my personality is very well suited to this kind of work. Because this kind of work is not just about being able to produce really good content. Right? That's that's that should be that's a standard. I mean, if you want to do well in this, you have to be great at producing you have to be just Oh, we lost. <laughs> 
She's, I sounded like she fell off her chair. And I was like a pen, and then her video went away. So, this, this program freaks me out. I mean, there's all sorts of this like flies in and flies out. Okay. Did you not want to hear then, the uh, answer? Um, <laughs> Michael thought you fell off your chair. That was not the end of Did you fall off your chair? Is that what happened? <laughs> Look, I think that there no, there are certainly there are things that are baseline. Like you've got to be great at producing content. If you're going to be an author, you got to be able to write in a way that people, you know, uh, want to read. Um, you got to have great ideas um, that are that are that are perfectly aligned with the needs and desires of the people that you serve. But this business is also a performance-based business. Mm-hmm. So. There's different types of marketing, and this, and then what I do, a lot of the marketing is uh, based on performance. And I was an actor, so I'm that's not right. playing a role. I'm not playing a role. I think that's really important. People sometimes think, well, are you an actor? You know, are you like, do you actually, you know, are are you a woman dressing up as a man playing this guy, Michael Port? You know, are you? Well, you're not. I'm not playing a role here. Okay. <laughs> So we cleared that up. Michael Ford is not a woman dressed up like a man. Just so everybody is completely clear on that issue. So the headline for this interview, this just in, Michael Ford, not a woman. But in all seriousness, I think that's I think that's important. I think that when you go into a particular business, you have to think about um, does your personality, do your natural talents align with with what is needed to be successful in that particular business? So if you want the kind of business that I have and to do the kind of thing that I do um, and to sort of be in the public eye, then you, you have to look at your natural talents and ask yourself if they fit that. It doesn't mean you have to be an actor. It doesn't mean you need to be some, you know, extraordinary performer, but whatever sort of natural skills or natural talents, rather, that you're bringing to the equation, those natural talents need to fit uh, with the kind of business that you're going into. So that's number one. And then also, I think you've got to be relentless. You know, you can't dabble in this. This is not something oh. you can dabble. I mean, you can dabble, of course. You can do anything you want, right? You can dabble, but if you want to be very successful at this, you have to be pretty relentless about it, especially in the early days. And um, and I don't know if I see that many people being, you know, having that much urgency about it. They, they may right. feel like they, they have this urgency, like, I have to do it. I, I talked to a woman earlier today. Um, she wanted to come into the Certified Coach Training Program, and she had this urgency she needed she she needed to have her business completely booked in three months. I said, "Well, uh, wow. that's unrealistic." Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm not going to say I'm never going to say it's not going to happen, right? Because who knows? But it's not very realistic to 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 put your entire life, you know, on this idea of it's going right. to happen in three months. And 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 being realistic is a very important part of being entrepreneurial, right? It doesn't right. mean you don't drink right. big and break rules and do think you can do things that are everybody tells you are impossible. That's different than being realistic. And I, and I know that sounds, you know, contradictory, but you know, uh, uh, oh, it's so uh, true. What do they say? The great, yeah. 
But, the, you know, the, they say the great leader can hold contradictory ideas in their head at the same time and still be able to function. I like that quote. And I think this is one of them. It's like, well, it's not mine. I didn't make it up. <laughs> I, I, you know, just, just for the record, don't, don't attribute it to me. But, um, but you know, this, 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 like, this absolute desire to do things that seem insanely crazy that no one you know has ever done, that, you know, people wouldn't have thought you would do, things like that. Um, but at the same time, still be realistic and practical about how you do it. And you have to yeah. balance those two things. Okay, so I know we got to wrap up, but this calls for, I have to do it. Laura's going to probably just lean over and hide her eyes. But I have, Michael, a collection of lightsabers. Like, full replica awesome. lightsabers. This is Yoda, and the reason why I pulled out Yoda, yeah, see, like these are like the these. This is the Yoda one, so it's smaller, but I have eight. Anyway, I pulled out Yoda because Yoda says in The Empire Strikes Back, "Don't try. You do or do not. If you try, you'll fail." So, kind of the relentless thing. I had to pull out the lightsaber. It only comes out once in a blue moon. Well, look. Let, let me give let me give one last thing in, in closing. I love the lightsaber, by the way. It's brilliant. But, but in, in, let me say this, so that so people can 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 be can have an actionable um, uh, process to put relentlessness into action. Any successful business is based on the fulfillment of one commitment after another. Mm-hmm. So if you can make commitments and fulfill them, and make commitments and fulfill them, and make bigger commitments and fulfill them, and make bigger commitments and fulfill them. You can have a successful business, and to me, that's that's what I mean by relentlessness. You keep doing what you say you're going to do. That is action oriented. That is something yeah. that you can do. You, you know, you're not. You don't have to ask yourself uh, how, how do I how do I behave? Be relentless. You be relentless by doing the things you say you're going to do, and make sure that you make commitments on a regular basis. Every single day, you're making more commitments and you're fulfilling them. If you can do that, you, you'll likely have success. Awesome. Excellent. That is excellent. So, Michael, they can get your book, Book Yourself Solid, illustrated on Amazon.com, obviously, and they can find you, you, your website, one of them at least, is BookYourselfSolid.com. Any other ways you'd like to tell people how they can um, find you, find out about your services, your other books, that sort of thing? Well, what they should also do is when they get Book Yourself Solid illustrated, they should go to bysillustrated.com so they can get uh, a free Book Yourself Salad Illustrated app that you can put on any mobile device or, or on um, a web browser. And it's every single exercise in the book on awesome. your You can do it right there on the device. It saves it all. You can print it up. I mean, it's just... It's fantastic. It's so simple. It's so clean. It's so beautiful. And it walks you through the entire system, and you know where you are. Once you've finished one section, it checks it off. You can go to the next. So essentially, it's like a home study course, but they can have it for free. Um, uh, And then on May, I think, we're in May now, right? May, April, May, June. June 1st, uh, my guys are supposed to be taking it down, so it's not free anymore from iTunes, and it's going to go back up at $49. So it'll be a paid for Okay. App. So jump on it now. Excellent. Wow, what a resource. Okay. Very nice. Yes. So, Michael, thank you for being so patient and running over with us. It was a wonderful interview. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this was so much fun. You guys are really, hard. really appreciate it. I had a great it. time. 
I had a great time. Sometimes I, you know, with the interviews, I'm like, oh, another interview. Am I going to have fun? Are they going to be like all serious? And, you know, and you guys were just a blast. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. Well, we tried. Yes. Thank you so much. So give me a thumbs up. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as we did. Um, and it will, if you miss parts of it or want to share it with all of your friends, um, which, of course, you will, it will be on replay in the next week. So we will let you know. Yes, we'll put some of the better tidbits out on YouTube. In the meantime, a reminder, we are in the final hours of our Indiegogo campaign. Please share the word. Help us keep bringing you awesome interviews like Michael Port on his boat telling us he's not a woman dressed up as a man. <laughs> Breaking news of the day. Where would you find that information other than here at Call Biz Hero? So, uh, thank you all so much and signing off with a ninja finger. Until next week, remember, we are your cure for business kryptonite.